If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Nations Friday rolling on. Good to be with you. Appreciate you joining us. I'm Jeff. That is Tom. There is Director Matthew. You're you. You're joining us, and we appreciate it very much. In a little more than an hour, off we go to practice number three. And then the reason I'm excited about this one is not that anything special is going to necessarily happen today. But it's the last of the non-padded practices. So here we go. Let's get to, right? Let's get it on. A few days away. Not that many days away. Five, I guess. There's a little bit more than a few. Uh, when's the Hall of Fame game? Uh, I think it's a six days. Yeah, next six. Thursday. All right. The fourth. Uh, Tom, to answer your question, has Courtney been catching my eye? Uh, he's going to be a player. I just don't know how good a player he's going to be this year. He's Tom and I talk about this a lot. Not not you, Tom, but this Tom. Tom with me here. Uh, we talk about him because he does have the makings of being a pretty good player, but he's not going to be able to block anybody this year. I don't think he's big enough yet. Uh, I Jarrell Powers, the tight end that they brought in, that's well thought of. Uh, six, what is he? Six three, six four, uh, two forty five, whatever he is. He looks that part. He's a big kid. Uh, got the big caboose. Looks like he'll be able to play a little bit here this yeah, year. Yeah, 6'4", 240. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's he's big. I stood next to him yesterday, and he, uh, you know, listen, he just got here. The, the, a lot of these guys that weren't here in the spring, I don't know what we can expect of them necessarily right away because they're, they're swimming right now. Remember, this camp is d- different than most any camp I've covered, certainly any camp I've covered since Norvell got here because they had 90% of the participants that are out there now already here in the spring. 
they're not fooling around. I mean, the the that first practice, the very first practice, was install, and it was now. I mean, they were going. And so if you weren't here in the spring and you're a freshman to begin with, you were sitting there just wide-eyed like, what the hell, just trying to keep up. I saw a lot of the veteran players walking over to guys like, just tell them, you're here, go here. He's asking you to do this, you know, because they don't even know the verbiage. They're like, well, what am I, what, you want me to do what? You could just see it. It was hilarious. Uh, so I kind of thought back on being a freshman and going out there and remembering, like, everything's faster, first of all, and you're already nervous. And there are a bunch of, you know, veteran players who have been around the block and they understand the way the coach talks, all of the different position coaches, all of that. And so you're just kind of like, well, what does he even mean by that? I mean, depending on where you're from, everybody's got different slang. I mean, all of it. You're just kind of like, I don't even know. What the hell is that guy talking about? Imagine Jeremy Pruitt yelling at you. You'd be like, is that English? What the hell is he talking That's about? That's Yodo. Yeah. <laughs> That's and Yodo. You'd be like, what is he saying? He wants you to run faster. I don't. Okay. Thanks, Marcus. So, Lucy Goosey, you got to pay for it. Have a good weekend, fellas. Thank you, Marcus. Woo! The plan is his, his logo. Yeah, it's great. It's great. $450,000 crack party? Yeah, no, it's the best. It's Chappelle. I spoke rocks. Uh, what's the plan if Glenn goes to Ohio State? Well, if, if Ohio State is, uh, in fact, offering... Uh, Glenn, then he's going to go to Ohio State. Uh, it would be my guess if, in fact, that's the that it, you know, hearing that that may very well be the case. If that is the case, peace. He's gone. Steven said in the chat, "Could you actually break down what the install means? That that would probably get us revoked, right, from going to practice." That's correct. Yeah, that's the problem. But you understand what install means, like the word. So there it is. I mean, they, they are. Like it's it's like it's game week. Like let's go. This is what we're running, and they're getting you used to repping that. Um, it, the thing that the thing to note though is that uh, they can do that. They can do that in a way that uh, they've never been able to do before because they've had so many of these guys that got here early and understand what they're running, what they're doing, and where they want them and how they want to execute those plays. It was good. Um, it was. Um, refreshing to start a camp that way normally you're kind of bored i gotta be honest with you you're just excited to be look the way i view these early practices without pads and this one's a little bit different again because you had so many new people that you were uh, well so many guys that you're excited about because um i wanted to see the new offensive lineman like for example uh, i wanted to see armella so like what does he look like that first day you're looking at the newcomers that were well thought of four and five star kids if you have any you want to see them if they weren't here in the spring so you have that then you have guys that really made an impression on you in the spring some of the younger players that made an impression on you in the spring did they get bigger and stronger did they continue to grow and I mean in all facets of the game from the spring through the summer and now into the fall camp you're looking for those things but truthfully you know, especially being an old school football guy, we're not going to know a lot about where everybody's at and how much better or worse off we are in certain areas until they don the pads, start hitting, and you know the rubber meets the road. I mean, it's easy to run around in the middle of the field when you're not worried about getting hit. So, you know, it gets exciting when they don the pads. That said, this was cool because they were able to come in and right away say, "Okay, here we go. We got it. Let's go." Times are the essence. We're not. I'm not walking you through anything. We're going. Well, I'll tell you the detail I like the most about 
install and the ninety percent holdovers and all that is that you're you're saying that players were guiding players yes. to the next place. Yes, that's new. It's great. Yeah, taking ownership of your team. Yeah, players taking ownership of the team. Yes, yes, that's good. You've been able to uh, kind of vet the locker room, decide who needed to stay, who needed to go, and who's bought in, who's not, and all that other good stuff. So that's that's all happening. Uh, I just I really am anxious for them to get into pads because the competition in the trenches, that's always entertaining no matter what, but it's going to be really entertaining now because you have a talented defensive line with depth and you now have enough bodies to rotate a lot of guys in this competition along the offensive line. And I have a feeling that that competition, like i give it another example, the uh, turning team kid is huge. He's just, uh, if they get him motivated, I don't know what the inconsist- inconsistencies were about at South Carolina. It might not even be motivation. It might be you know confidence or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, who knows? But, I mean, he looks the part. Uh, Dimitri Emanuel looks the part without question. Caden Lyle has been repping more now in two days than he did the entire spring. How does he look? He looks the same. Okay. He looks the same. So he's not going to be magically something else. It's it's more about he'll just kind of move you off the ball and if you want to create angles you do it with somebody else. Well, I want to see him with pads. I don't know. I mean he's in a he's got to take the job at center. I don't know that there's any guarantee that he's going to do that. Maurice Smith has added weight. He's not in my opinion, he's not appreciably as I like to say uh different body type wise than he was before. He is bigger. He he has put on some weight. Uh he's not big enough. I need him to get bigger. Uh but but he's bigger than he was. I think we have two sure things. I think we have Dylan Gibbons is locked in to start at guard, and he's going to be really good. He came in in shape again. He is, um, you know, you just can depend on him. When you watch him practice, it's like a, a, a grizzled veteran, just a pro. He, he gets it. He's putting in the work. He leads by example. And, yeah, he, he is he's a guy that, I don't worry about it. Scott, Robert Scott, will be a starter with this team. He will no doubt be the tackle, one of the tackles. He, he left tackle. Uh, he's added weight. Uh, it's not the kind of weight where you're like, oh, he, you know. That's probably important to footnote since we were talking about, is this a Bama table sign? No, they wanted to put on a not necessarily great weight either, just weight. It was an interesting admission that he made yesterday, and it wasn't like he was being questioned harshly, but he said, look, they wanted me to get up to 330 so I could play at 320. I'm going to lose a ton of weight in camp. So they needed to get me a lot larger so I don't play undersized when the season comes around. So that was the logic behind getting him up to the 330 range. Um, I think, too, that when we go through this group of offensive linemen, and I guess we probably should at some point, I had, well, Washington, Gibbons, Caden Lyles, Scott. By the way, Sapp is huge. Good God, that's a big kid. Estes is already impressing me. You know, turn teen. I mean, oh, you can go on and you're, on. You're on. getting damn close to 10 now. Right? It's like it's, you are. Not Mike, not me, you. Yeah, they it, that that is real. They they have the bodies necessary to fight to get out there and get after it. Like if you think about, okay, so Maurice Smith, Caden Lyles, Darius Washington, uh, Thomas Schrader is back competing. Uh, Does he look better? I look no, forward to no, no? Okay. No, no, then I don't look forward to anything I was going to say. No, he didn't look better. Darius Washington, Thomas Schrader, Caden Lyles, 
uh, Bryson Estes, Maurice Smith, Dylan Gibbons, Robert Scott, uh, Lloyd Willis is bless bless Harris. Um, you know, you look at Lloyd Willis and you say, "Son, you should be better." You just you do. You know, like come on, man. He'll get every chance. He is getting a lot of reps, and he's working hard. So maybe he gets better. Maybe he gets better. Uh, we'll see. I like. I like. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to be impressed. You're going to. You're going to say, okay, because Diametra Manuel. I didn't add, add him into that list. So let's see. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. Yeah, ten. Ten. Ten to eleven. He's not kidding. I think two jobs are locked in, and the other three are wide open. But you, they have candidates that you. It's not by default. No, you're not saying, oh, no, we're stuck yeah. with this guy. No, there are three that you go. Okay, this, this is going to be a fun competition yeah. to see who wins this job. For example, if you just start at center, Caden Lyles, Maurice Smith, that's going to be a battle throughout the the fall camp. Uh, I think that there's a real chance the turn team's going to compete with the. Um, with Bless Harris to see who's yeah. going to win that outside job. Maybe, maybe they, I don't even know if they want to move him inside, whatever that might be. Washington's going to have to compete for his job. Emmanuel looks too rotund right now to be playing tackle. I mean, maybe that's just me. I don't think he's a tackle. Because that's what he played at the lower level. You can get away with that. Yeah, no, I think he's so a guard. So he's not in that competition at right tackle. I don't think so. I think he's a guard. A manhandling guard. Though. Yeah, that's, that's, a, right. that's a, Can we have two years of that? That's a big dude right there. Not having it. So that's good news for us. Uh Still don't see anything at tight end just yet. Uh, Marcus Tim Douglas might prove me wrong. He's running better. He's running better. That's a big man. I mean, a very big man. I thought they should just put weight on him and make him a tackle. Well, but if you're looking for a sixth man, you know, on the on the correct, line. Correct. Correct. Then he could perhaps fill that. I haven't looked at the blocking drills. Obviously, I wasn't there this year, but or at this point to fall camp. But I, I do look forward to seeing that uh, when pads come on. Can he handle himself against linebackers and safeties at minimum? By the way, the um, Cam McDonald's been out. He, he's been limited, and I, 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 I'm not supposed to talk too much about that. But I think it's readily apparent to everybody. He's just in a boot. He's he's fine. Yeah, I'm not. We're getting questions from the public on that about the boot. Yeah, so I think it, it's just yeah, it's probably people, fair game. Yeah, but. people know about it. I mean, I apologize, Mike, if you're upset about me mentioning that he's in a boot. But we're getting a lot of questions about it, so everybody knows it. Hey, you see the man walking around campus. He's in a boot. But uh, it doesn't look like it's anything serious. He's been at every practice. He's going through warm-ups with everybody. He's doing all the stretching and all that. He looks like he's anxious to get back out there. Is it time to talk about Trey Benson yet? Love him. Love him. I, I just, man, he's different. <laughs> that size and speed, that combination of size and speed is different. I think he could be a, a wow factor for us, especially if that offensive line is markedly better yeah i encourage everybody if they haven't looked at it yet to see his interview on war chant tv after the show's over today it's maybe five minutes his availability he's not going to give you 50 words when five will do he'll give you five but he says it in such a matter of fact way a couple of things that i believe him you know because when he was a newcomer and they put him on the zoom in january he said i can't wait to hit somebody that's the thing i miss and i thought a running back is saying that wonderful Let's see if the knee holds up. Knee held up in spring. Spring game everybody saw, seven touches, 70 yards. Yeah, that looks a little bit different. And then he was asked yesterday, what's your goal? He said 1,000 yards. And they said, well, what do you do to get there? Stay healthy. If I'm healthy, I'm going to get there. I don't disagree uh, okay, with Okay, Trey. All right. Good response, sir. Yeah, he's about the business of playing football, man. He is really locked in and that body type is unbelievable. I you just stand next to him, you just look at him, and you're like, I would not want to tackle that. Like for example, I mean, I'm 
50 years old. I'm not trying to tackle anybody. But I, when I see Toa Feely, I don't think, oh. But when he's I look, had a good camp, though, so far, right? He's fine. He hasn't gained a pound. But when I look at... Uh, there are some people you're reluctant to praise. He's fine. He's just he's very situational. He's a he's an elite athlete, as evidenced by that play against Clemson. You can get something out of him. I just I love featured backs too, but that's not the world we're living in. Maybe with Trey, maybe, but you just need to add all the weapons and tools in the box together. I, I, I just got done saying I like the backfield. I like our running back room. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a good running back room. We got a lot of weapons. Got a lot couldn't of put on a pound. Come on, Lawrence. I mean, what is taking so long to gain some damn weight? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm an, I need you to get bigger. Yeah, the the director just translated you. That that's uh, this is sarcasm, folks. But that's kind of what he said. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm just saying I shouldn't look at anybody at my age and be like. Eh. I should look at... Put that lower third uh, up again. He just did it again. I'm saying I should... For the radio listeners, Jeff Cameron, colon, quote, I can take Toa Feely, end quote. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I should never look at a guy and have thoughts about maybe. Like, I I should look at a running back like I do Trey Benson and go, oh, no, 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 no part of that. You guys have at it. You whippersnappers, you see if you can tackle him. I know I can't, and I would get hurt doing so. How did Trayshawn look to you the first couple of days? Fine. He's yeah, good. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, I got no problem with him. He runs hard, too. He cares deeply. Yeah, those two kids are going to be fun to watch play. And then you're going to get something here and there from the other guys. Yeah, Rodney Hill is a player I liked immediately in spring. I think he projects very nicely because he's obviously somebody who's built more like a pass protector scat guy, but he's put on from what I saw from what we've done at Warchant TV and the photos we have on Warchant.com. He looks stronger. He looks sturdier. I yeah, think no, that's a good player. That's going to be a fun group if uh, if they have the ability to block it up to the extent. I mean, they ran the ball last year. Grant you, they had to kind of. It was all angles, scheme it up to the point where you get a big breakaway run at some point. But I, I like the the thought that they could line up and play big boy football and run it. Now, they won't do that against the best defensive lines, but very few do. And you have got to be better in the passing game because we know modern offenses are geared towards throwing the football. This is in 1987. Teams that are good at running the football in areas that you need to run the football, it's one of the best parts of being a fan is, oh, we're going to get third and one, but we might score because they've (laughs) got to commit everybody to the line of scrimmage. And if we make one way miss, peace. Right, if it's, you know, third and one or fourth and one from the plus 39-yard line, we could score on this play. Like, that's something for live wagerers out there. You might want to hammer the touchdown button and take those odds because there are no safeties back in a situation like that. So it reminds you of uh, Tampa Bay a couple years ago. Every short yardage situation, like, you may get a crazy 90-yard run here like we got, you know, I mean. Yeah, both of them did it. Ronald Jones did it in Carolina, but then Fournette was excellent at that. Yeah, once once you uh, got through, ran over a guy, something like that, you're like, okay, that's he's gone. I mean, they they got everybody up. Uh, not going to happen this year. Jensen is, we think, done for the year. Boy, it didn't take long for word to suggest heavily that it was bad news. Devastating, just devastating. What a player he is, too. That's a shame. Now, now I don't know what you do. He was your best offensive lineman. He Apparently, was there are some good guys that still aren't signed. All right, well, but, let's quickly sign one because this yeah. is that ain't good. Oh, you could snap it to Tom Brady. 
Look, man. It's a lot of fun. If I'm gonna have another man's hands down, snapping, <laughs> taking the snaps Let's, from me. I want it to be Tom's. <laughs> we're gonna win some football games. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. But if we're gonna do it, we're gonna win some football games. <laughs> it's the Jeff Cameron Show, ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio and Warchant. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, Tom, to put a ribbon on that, we did find out from the Bucks today that, uh, quote-unquote, significant time will be missed. That according to Todd Bowles this afternoon. So, significant time, that sounds like he'll be back later in the season is the quote, November oh. or December. Oh, dude, we can do that. No problem. You go four wide with Julio now joining the party because, remember, we've got Russell Gage. You go four wide for a couple months. We can get through this. I like Russell Gage a lot. And, yeah, we might be able to get through this, but I also am not buying he's back later this year. Because they he, he wouldn't commit to that. He just he was talking about, well, we're doing more. Uh, what is this? I'm going to read the exact quote. He's going to miss significant time with a left knee injury. Uh, we don't know per se how severe. I just know he's going to miss significant time. Up to a couple of months. Hopefully he'll be back later in the season, November or December. Up to, though, interesting. That's double talk. But there is no benefit to not saying he is out for the season because you want the cap room for injured reserve so you can go get a replacement. So if he's actually out for the year, just say it so you can go you know, sign somebody else. Because nobody wants to come if they're a, a, a center of any merit whatsoever. You don't want to be a placeholder for nine weeks. No. You want to, yeah. You'll hold out for a better job at a different franchise when somebody else's center goes down for the full season. You want the payoff at the playoffs. Alex so. Kappa, Ali Marpet, of course, both gone. And Kappa's in Cincinnati and Marpet retired. And he abruptly yeah. out of nowhere. 110 pounds lighter, too. Dude is svelte. I can't begrudge him. It's just, damn it, man. You were really good. Maybe if Brady didn't do the retire-unretire thing, he might have stuck around, I wonder. I, I don't think so. I think he had decided he was done. Good for him. Yeah, well, listen, in, in this era, knowing all of the medical information that, that, that we have, if you got paid, in his case, got paid, won a championship, and you're 27 and you can ride, yeah, yeah, I understand. Have a good day. Right, he's doing Go what live you, your life. Right, don't, you can't criticize him. He's doing what you would do if you won. or yeah, the lottery or whatever. Or got to, yes. fired. Right, you yeah. got your second contract Kiss as head coach. Kiss my ass on Main Street. A buyout? Well, okay. Yeah, please, come buy me out. I am done. Let me call my financial advisor. Uh, it's, You're it's, fired. Yeah. <laughs> I got what I need. Um, <laughs> I like that... Uh, I like that somebody referenced me in a in a tweet here and as if I were dead. <laughs> you have a memorial club now too? So Jay played tight coverage downfield, was able to come away with an interception after the tight end he was guarding bobbled the football. One of the impressive defensive plays of the day that was tweeted out by Dustin Lewis. 
Uh, it's a poster, and there's Travis J is there. Adam Fuller had uh, posted a mission, mission takeaway. takeaway. Yeah, 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 that whole thing, right? So this guy, Ian, writes, Somewhere at Jay Cameron show is rolling over in his grave reading, was able to come away with an interception after the tight end. He was guarding Bobble the football. Ian, I'm right here, baby. <laughs> and I saw it when it happened. But you're rolling over. There's no doubt. A tight end bobbling a football. That's probably the point there. Yes, it is. A tight end. Uh, every time the tight end comes up after a football practice at FSU, it, it's usually in the negative. It's never because something good happened. Also, uh, <laughs> Preston says that you're going to have the Memorial Smoking Terrace. There you go. Yeah, that would be fun. Where there's a cloud of smoke, hands to the sky for JC. Yeah. Light him if you got him. Smoke him if you got him. Yeah, I, I'm not... Uh, <laughs> I Hey, so the answer to all the recruiting stuff, going back to Brock Glenn and whether or not Florida State's going to get him if he, when he I guess he's announcing tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. So my guess is he's going to Ohio State, um, and people are going to flip out when it becomes official. It's a guess. It's like a, it's yeah, a guess that I have. I'm not it's being the told. tide of flipping out. Like you're flipping out when people are saying, "Yeah, it's trending that way," and then it calms, and then it happens, and then the flip out happens all over again. So just tide rolls in, tide rolls out. So. The answer to what's going to get kids, how are they going to be better at closing? Because I keep seeing that, right? How are they going to be better? They, they seem to do everything right to get guys interested. They develop these relationships, and they're not getting kids to commit, you know, to sign on the line, which is dotted, as they say. Yeah, win. The answer is just win some games. That they haven't done. They've done a lot of things pretty well. They just haven't won games. And myriad reasons. We know that. Not all of them their fault. But we're at the I don't care stage. That's where the fan base is at. And legitimately, you only have so much time to make that impact, to win people, win recruits over, win coaches over that are going to push their kids from their high school to, to Florida State. You have a limited amount of time. Uh, to get that done. They got very unlucky that they didn't end up getting that new car smell because of COVID, but it doesn't matter. I mean, now we're it's at a years place. in the past now. Yeah, now we're at a place where it just doesn't matter. You, you're going to have to win games. Yeah, and if you want to be slightly pessimistic for a moment, look, the reserves and the cavalry is on the way for the offensive line in the next couple of years to come, but you're going to lose key pieces this season. Let's say Lyle starts and Emmanuel starts. The three interior linemen of your offensive line are gone. Yeah, but you've got yeah, but you've got a group. You've got answers coming up. You do up there. You don't have answers at too many places when you talk about leaving. Uh, Quarterback people get nervous about. I am less so because I like AJ Duffy. So you just got to go get somebody to add to the room. Correct, but if this is indeed you know Jordan Travis' final season in Tallahassee, you've got a new middle of the offensive line, and Jordan Travis is gone. Like, is that a payoff year Are for you? Are you trying to be? No, what I'm saying is you better win now. You better win now to fortify the ranks. Like, it's not just because of recruiting the 2023 class. It's not just for his own job security or to get better assistance. If you want to hit the transfer portal hard this off season to help patchwork some stuff together because I don't know that you could just hand it off to these five freshmen that are on campus right now next year to compete 
for the interior and the center jobs. Like Maury Smith will be, I guess, you know, competing for it again next year. <laughs> but you look at all these battles and you think, okay, so what's the payoff? And honestly, man, because you're playing LSU and they'll be a year stronger to open up next season, you got to do this now to give yourself a fighting chance next year on the field. Makes you very nervous when you start. Coop and Lovett are gone up the middle on defense. Like, yeah, man. Tatum Bethune could be gone. But you feel good about, again, what's coming behind those defensive linemen. I do. I mean, you Linebacker, and I both think. Maybe. It's just if you want to have the ability to make it easier on yourself for next season, not just the future with the 23 Knolls or the assistance you can get, it's another reason that this year is critical. As if there weren't four in front of them. Here's your fifth. It's the we continue to, you know, everything about what's possible in the world of recruiting, sustaining momentum, head coach keeping his job, everything about all of it. It's, it, it boils down to here, and this is why every day we go to practice, there's a heightened – uh, intensity to to what you're taking in to how quickly can they get there are they going to put themselves in a position to do the things that if they don't do this year like I hate like what you just brought to the table is this idea of well you better hope that we win this year because we're not next year <laughs> well if you're gonna have a chance next year it's got to yeah. be an attractive place like yeah, there's no I, more I, you I know agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. hypothetically yeah. you could know it has to be look at us look at what we did be a part of this. I need a center, please. You know, and then that kid says yes. But if you go six and six, is that kid. Really, I mean, no, no. I, I've said I, we go back to this where I talked about in the off season over this entire summer. This was everything. This year was everything because he's a dead man walking if they don't have a good year. And it wasn't because I dislike him or I don't think he can coach. It was because he's not going to be able to win over the hearts and minds of the kinds of players that change your program. He will not have that chance. He's already having a hard time. They're making the most out of what they have, which is certainly not a winning season. They haven't had that. So they're having to sell the vision. They're having to sell the history. They're having to sell where they think this is headed. Certainly the back half of the season they're able to point to, certainly his success at Memphis. But that only lasts for so long. At some point, the, the proof has to be in the pudding. We have to see a season in which you go out and have uh, – a year that kind of turns heads. And if he doesn't have that, then no, you're not going to you're not going to be able to recruit commiserate to what you need to win. We're Matt Damon, we're going against Teddy KGB. This is it. This man. is it. And that guy whose name I never remember with the hat, he's just waiting. He's cracking <laughs> he's his knuckles. There, he's yeah. like, "Come on." He never struck me as that tough a guy. No, until the end though. Yes, at the very end. Like I know it's kind of a fake tough, but when you chuck a chair like he did, I was like, oh, okay. He actually could have done something. Because for a while there, I was, I was like, I wouldn't be that worried. But Yeah, when he was in the house yeah. of the den of iniquity, you're yeah. like, oh, what's this guy going to do? What's he going to do? Of course, he'll beat up Ed Norton. Anybody could beat up Ed Norton. Yeah, everybody did. But I was Ed told, Norton beat up Ed Norton yeah, in Fight Club. I, yeah, I remember thinking, like, no, you're not going to do it. But now he could have been carrying a piece, of course. I would assume he would be. But beyond that. I mean, they got you because you get checked before you go in, so you can't bring your piece into the lane, man. So that you're in tr you're in trouble there. But catch me outside. I'm not worried about you. We just need after the season the proverbial Teddy KGB to say he beats me. <laughs> <laughs> Pay that man. Yeah, that would be nice. It's Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV.
Tom, they've renamed the Murder Hornet. Hornet. I, I, people are soft. The the Murder Hornet was first found where in the state of Washington. Well, that that was the first in, in the United in, States. In the United States, yeah. yeah, yeah, that they had made their way here. Uh, follow up since we we always have the Murder Hornet in our in our sights on the Jeff Cameron Show because that was just scariest name for an. A bug, anyhow. Ever should be a team name. How we have we had not adopted that already? Like the Cleveland Murder Hornets for baseball. They're native to East Asia, by the way, mm. and their name, Murder Hornet, which is hard for me to say for some reason, unless I slow way down. Uh, they arrived in the Pacific Northwest in 2020, and when they first found them, they're like, "This is not good," because they kill all the bees. They kill everything. They're they're massive. Imagine encountering these murder hornets. That would not be good. Like, as a human being, like, what have I come across here? My death. A terrible death at that. We're always debating the ways to go. The worst ways to go. Ooh, getting swarmed by something? No, sir. By Yes, by murder hornets. Anything, though. Like, yeah, you know, you see those, you know, like that ants, old man in Texas that got killed by the ants. bees that were in the, uh, <laughs> the machete ant. There's a, you know. Like, Ooh. Yeah. Machete. Oh, forget about it. Would you say it like that if you saw one? That's a machete ant. Be very careful. So Don't have any sugar on your person. <laughs> run for the hills. Um, no, the murder hornet uh, originally thought just to be in East Asia, then found its way into the Pacific Northwest. We were like, well, this is not good because it's it's going to kill everything. Um, but and you're right. Dying that way wouldn't be good. They've now changed the name. Let's see here. They've changed the name uh, to the Northern Giant Hornet because people couldn't handle it. Who cares? It should evoke fear. You want them to know this is not like your standard variety of uh, you know wasp nest that you've just come across. This is a murder hornet nest. Run. Don't get out the pesticides. It's not going to do any good. You need to flee. Hope that they don't see you. Like when I go on my back deck and I see a wasp nest, I don't freak out. I go, oh, got a wasp nest. I go out to the shed and I grab the stuff and I spray it and it kills them. That's the end of it. I'm not worried about it. That's just the way it is, right? But these guys, you need to be worried about. Don't change the name. Don't make it pleasant. These aren't friendly wasps. They're murder hornets. Leave them be. So... Uh, and they're fearsome looking. They're an inch and a half long. And it, now imagine being swarmed by that. And you can feel them. They're not just a little nipping at you. They're an inch and a half long. They got some weight to them, Tom. No, if I had a uh, firearm around me, I would pull the. Uh, end of the shoot departed. a murder hornet. No, no you kill nope. yourself. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I'd be, you know. They're the largest. Departed. They're the. <laughs> they're the largest wasps in the world. Also. If you're prone to allergies, it could be fatal just being stung by one of them. Also, if you're not prone to allergies and you just, you know, are stung. It could be fatal to be stung by one of them. Right. Not one. Okay. But if you do get stung, quote, it feels as if you're being stabbed by a red-hot needle. That according to Shunichi Makino entomologist at Japan's Forestry and Forest Products Research Institute. He should know. He's been stung by them. So he's been uh, pricking himself with hot needles? Now, this is what I didn't know. It's exactly the same. This is what I did not know. 
and this made me nervous reading the story today. The It was originally named the Asian Giant Hornet. When they came here, we called them murder hornets. There are other, the reason they had to differentiate, there are other huge hornets in Asia of a different species that have not made their way here yet. Ooh. I don't know what's going on in Asia with the hornets. But they're out of control. Let's put them all in a pen. Let, Let them, them fight. go to war. Let them fight. Make it a TV Let's show. Let's see who the true murder hornet is. Give them a belt. Uh, they're invasive elsewhere in the world in several other places now. And so uh, they've coined the new name, I guess, because it elicited fear. But I am i don't think that's a smart move. I think you should keep that name. So if Michael Jordan finally has a good roster, will he change the team name to the Charlotte be, Murder Hornets? That'd be awesome. Yeah, don't be shy about it. That's fantastic. Put put one of those put an actual life size one because they're already big. Mm-hmm. You'd see them from a distance. That would be freaky if you thought you saw a bat and it was a hornet. Like, oh, yeah, like the thing's so damn big. Oh. You're like, look at that bird. Is that a bat? Is that a bird? No, that's a hornet, Bob. How about for the scariest pregame show ever when they, the lineups happen? Mm. The arena goes black and all you hear is the swarm. Yeah, oh, I like it. You're onto something. Murder hornets. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and then you play Slayer. We're set. And now. My favorite team. That's my favorite team. I'm buying that hat tomorrow. It's just got the Murder Hornet looking at you. Get Damian Lillard. Let's go. It'd be perfect for That's it. it. We've just changed the franchise's fortunes. Here we go. Let's do it. Come back, wrap it up momentarily. Jeff Carey, Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. reading about some of these experiences with wasps and bees. That's a toughie get down or lay down. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Yeah, ouch. Get down or lay down is lucky. Midnight, Sunday, a variety of war chant folks gathering to celebrate and get into uh, what will be uh, padded football practices. Special live show only on War Chant TV at the stroke of midnight. That is technically, I guess, Monday, August the 1st. So uh, we welcome you on in for Midnight Madness. Should be fun. A lot of special guests. Look forward to it. Uh, I'll make an appearance. Tom makes an appearance. Everybody's making an appearance. I think we're required to make an appearance. Oh, well, I volunteered. I don't know about you. I was required. (laughs) Careful with the Palomas on a Sunday night. I don't. Sundays aren't my days to get. That's yeah. your day. That's your day. That's not it my day. Is. That's not it my is. day. Yeah. Saturdays are my day. Uh, Hopefully, well, we'll see. This is a rare season, though, man. We get five days of mm-hmm. college football to watch, like five Saturdays for Noel fans, media, whoever. Yeah, we get a chance We're to watch un- the whole un- slate. Uninterrupted, yeah. Unabated to the football. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I wish that would be Saturday night, Ryan. 
get down a lay down road. I was peeing on a magnolia bush and got stung in the face by wasps. Swelled my eyes shut. That's a toughie. I'm glad they went the long way, man. Yeah. There were some targets closer to the ground, so that's actually pretty lucky. My wife got stung last week and she got mad at me because I laughed. Um she did <laughs> she did. She got mad. She was out in the driveway. What kind of laugh was it? Was it a hearty belly laugh or was no, it like a ha It was kinda because of her reaction, I was doing some work out front, and she was doing some stuff by the driveway, and then I heard her go, ouch, and she said something funny about the thing that stung her. She called it a name, and uh, it, she was clearly perturbed, and that made me laugh, and so I turned, and she's like, it got me. Come look at the middle of my back. I think this thing just stung me, and I was chuckling. She's like, it's not funny. <laughs> One of the funniest things I ever saw, my mom used to walk uh, <laughs> the municipal golf course near us in Clearwater. The Chichi Rodriguez course, and um, she was she would take you know, like old school salted peanuts, unsalted peanuts, like the big ones you get at the mm-hmm. ballpark, and feed the squirrels. They loved her, so like she go there. And they she, did. Oh yeah, so they got smart. They would open up her golf bag while she was on the green, and they would take the bag and They're run. Like, with we it. got this. So one time she caught a squirrel doing that. It bit her on the finger. What the hell it is going on? Latched onto her finger. She flapped oh, the no. squirrel, so the tail's going everywhere. It goes up in the air. It looks like a club head cover, and it comes down, runs away. We had to go to the ER because she was bleeding all over the place. Oh, good God Last time almighty. she fed the squirrels. Yeah. But what we found out is you can't get rabies from a squirrel, and this uh, lends okay. itself to the seminal headlines. Yeah, to Corey. Yeah. They have to bleed on you because they don't have saliva glands, so they can't give you rabies you know by biting. You know way too much about squirrels. That's awesome. Well, that one yeah, particular that one, yeah. And it was hilarious when it was all okay. I was like, wasn't that hilarious? Because the squirrel just was flopping up in the air. Like, what the hell just happened? He was to like, me? I want the peanuts. Probables, dude. Let's do it. Let's get after it. Here we go. It's time for how you say with the pitching uh, probables. So my Pirates trailed 8-2 going to the ninth last night against director Matthews Phillies. Final score, 8-7. I was frustrated. Did you see that? No. That's scored, unfortunate. Scored five in the ninth. To get a brother's hopes up. <laughs> Orioles, Reds. Kyle Bradish, Mike Miner, Mets, Marlins. Chris Bassett, Sandy Alcantara. You can never avoid him. So they started him on Sunday, apparently, coming out of the break. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. You don't want an extra turn with Sandy, you a-holes? We faced him and led 2 to nothing into the seventh and lost 3-2 to two after he was removed from the game. Oh, I was so mad. He should have been a Friday-Wednesday. This is BS. Cardinals, Nats, Miles Miklas. Yes? Annabelle Sanchez. Annabelle Sanchez is still in the league? Didn't that joker start in like 2000? Eric Burns was safe at first for his no-hitter. Man. Phillies Pirates. How's Bailey Fault? Not good? A little shaky. Bailey. Jose Quintana's been good for us, man. That creep can roll. We're due to trade him any minute. Royals, Yankees, and I mean that in a good way. I mean, you got him for that reason. He's had a good year. Chris Bubik, Garrett Cole. Tigers, Blue Jays, Brian Garcia, Alec Manoa. Guardians, Rays, Shane Bieber, and Jeffrey Springs. Brewers, Red Sox, good game here. Brandon Woodruff, Austin Davis, just in terms of the matchup. D-backs, Braves, Madison Bumgarner, Kyle Wright. Mariners, Astros, Robbie Ray! 
Okay, can we just all admit there's no way in hell Justin Verlander is not using steroids? What is going on? He learned from, uh, what's his name? The Astros? <laughs> well, them, but I mean, <laughs> didn't they get the guy from the Cubs for a while? Yeah. The uh, lifter. Jake Arrieta. Yeah. Yeah. He passed on what he learned. Justin Verlander's 13 and 3 with a 186. Fresh off of Tommy John. Come on, man. A's White Sox. If he's not on anything, I feel terrible because he's worked his ass off, obviously. But, I mean, what are we doing? Steroids suck, but Kate Upton uses the syringe, so it's all right. Good life. A's White Sox, James Capri and Lance Lynn. Dodgers Rockies, Julio Urias and Jad Cool. Rangers Angels, Martin Perez, Patrick Sandoval, Twins Padres, Joe Ryan, Blake Snell. Twins have kind of just buzzed under the radar. You kind of yeah, just uh, they're just there. They're just there, yeah. Cubs Giants, Marcus Stroman, Alex Cobb, and that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. What were you going to say? Until further notice, you should probably, unless they improve over the deadline, just play the over on Twins games. Are they every time no it, pitching? Oh, it's like 6-6 six, six every game. All right, well, there you they go. We're about time. Lead. Yeah. Big Daddy J is making the return here really soon, and it's time for, you know, I mean, I know uh, Red Russian's kind of tough given yeah. the situation in the Ukraine, but, I mean. And what are the odds? I think most people get it. I mean, we're not actually celebrating Russia. We're. So it's a it's a bet. Yeah. With the do? Soviet anthems, given that they're trying to, you know, re-annex the whole thing, get the band back together, play the hits, it's kind of rough. The uh, I'm kind of frustrated, by the way. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to get in some wagering here, maybe for the weekend market, but I will tell you this. Let's do a little checky-poo here on my uh, – <laughs> let's see how we're doing. Uh, you a graphic for that, the checky-poo. The checky-poo on my golf lineups for the weekend. You know, I've just been steady making money in these golf lineups. Oh, looks like I'm winning a little case here today, boys. Time for a little checky-poo. Checky-poo says that uh, my team of Maverick McNeely, Sahith Thagala, Davis Riley, Cameron Tringale, Siwoo Kim, and Pendrith, who, by the way, is tied for first. Uh, I Sounded took, like you are doing probables for the World Baseball Classic. I took Pendrith, by the way, a Canadian that nobody's ever heard of, and he's in first in that tournament at the uh, Rocket Mortgage. This guy has him on the roster. I'm currently in line to win some money. You guys, when you get down on your knees tonight and pray to the good Lord, you tell him Jeff Cameron needs to win this weekend. I want Jeff to win his gambling bet. (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody. Be good.